Welcome to Flick Flops Cult Classics, the podcast where we dive feet first into the wild and wonderful world of films that have earned cult status. Each episode, we'll flip the script on cinema's most intriguing and unconventional films, exploring the hidden gems and eccentric creations that have captured the hearts of dedicated fans. From the bizarre to the brilliant, these are the movies that may have flopped at the box office but soared in the cult scene. So grab your popcorn and get ready to challenge your movie taste. This is Flick Flops Cult Classics. This week we discuss Rollerball, the 1975 action sci-fi film starring James Caan and John Houseman. In the film, we explore a corporate-controlled alternative future where the ultra-violent sport called Rollerball is the world's biggest fascination. Khan plays a superstar athlete of the game who's under pressure to retire, but he fights back against the entity that took his life and his wife from him. Are we card-carrying compatriots of the cult classics? Find out in this episode of Flick Flops. Cult Classics. Yeah, Rollerball, ma'am. Well, first of all, a whole new set of Flick Flops. Yeah, vein, another vein of flick flops are doing much like the rest of rewind. So very veiny and meaty. Oh wait, ew, <laughs> uh, ew. <laughs> turned weird. <clears throat> so anyway, so Rollerball. This was, I think, this was one I suggested. Uh, God, I grew up loving this movie. Did uh, let me jump into the numbers real quick, and we'll we'll start discussing it. Uh, this film uh, came out in 75, which keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has uh, the critics have it at 67. The audience has it at 62. Technically, it's fresh. I like that. The budget for this thing back in then was uh, five to six million. They didn't have an exact number. And the box office it brought in around 30 million. So I'm, I'm guessing it's it, it made its money back. It's decent. Uh, this was written by William Harrison. Excuse me. I got a cough. <laughs> William Henry Harrison. No, no. yeah, you're, you're going way too back. Okay, too far. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not Sorry. a good idea. <laughs> Sorry. I just went to some other place with that. But what that version look like? Uh, <laughs> William Harrison wrote this film. He also wrote the modern uh, translation of a version of it, the 2002 version. Okay. This was directed by Norman Jewison. Who was famous for? He had also done Injustice for All. You're out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. They're out of order. Uh, the Hurricane, that Denzel Washington film in the '90s, I think, and also Moonstruck. So he has a nice pedigree uh, as a director. And that's it on that. I believe, and let me double check one note here. I got here. I believe, yeah, Harrison actually had written the short story. This was a movie, a short story that was published in Esquire back in '73 called rollerball murder so you know he wrote it and he'd written something else but i didn't write it down because was that during was that during when roller roller derby was big is that where this came from? i'm thinking it was and i i meant to go back and read the short story and i i just didn't uh, instead you watched both the nineteen seventy five one and the two thousand whatever version. <laughs> i did uh i yeah so after i watched this i was like well I gotta watch the modern version, right? Because it was someone felt compelled to redo it. I was like, How, yeah, I am with you, brother. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, that was not good. I'll give you a quick numbers on the the 2002 version. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it sitting at three with the critics. Three. 
and 14 with the audience. And I think that is rather generous. That movie was hard to watch. And I love the concept of rollerball. I truly do. Yeah. I still think it's a fantastic idea as a sport. The movie. Yeah. Well, we could get into that, but I will say two things, two, two questions. I, well, first of all, on the film set, I understand that they would play this game. Um, yes. I had read somewhere that they enjoyed the idea of the game so much that they would actually play it during between takes and, and different stuff, which is interesting. Was this, and I, I was talking about this earlier with another friend of mine, was this during the time period of on TV? Do you recall? Do you remember on TV? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this I is loved on TV. Ones. Okay. And to all you uh, younger folks, um, <laughs> even the friend I was talking Gary to will, had no idea. <laughs> so Gary will TV, endeavor to put an on TV graphic in right about oh, now. Gosh, if I can find one. Um, so that was uh, the precursor, basically, to cable TV. And you'd have a box sitting on your television. And what was it, 64, I think? You'd turn it to 64 at a certain time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then switch it on. Mm-hmm. And then it would be like an HBO it from like, channel. Yeah, it was from like 7 p.m. to like midnight. And yeah. you could get premium movies. That was this. Right. Was, uh, this is where I saw some of the movies I've suggested, Gary. This over the edge, which I'm hoping we do at some point in time, I saw on on TV because they yeah. weren't premium movies; they were just movies they could get. Well, that was like the Warriors was on there. The Warriors, I yeah. Um, I TV, believe yeah. Escape from New York. I might have seen on there. I've kind of feel like that might have been one of the ones. Um, so you, yeah, a lot of the movies that probably even fall into this category called classic. It was great because you just all yeah. you had was a switched on and off. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. at seven o'clock, you could turn it to on, and you had a, a separate antenna on top of your house. It was an L-shaped antenna, yeah. and it would receive a signal from this pirate network. Now, can you imagine the marketing <laughs> meetings for on TV? What are we going to call it? Oh, why don't we just—it's a switch, right? You just turn yeah, it on. Just, yeah, let's just let's. Why are we making this a mystery? Let's just call it on Stop TV right there. That's all we got to do. <laughs> all right, anyway. let's go have four martini lunch. So I just wanted to bring that up because I was thinking, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure that's where I saw this movie. Yeah. So that's a setting a time period for me. What are we talking about? About six? We were about six years old. Um, Seven. I don't know what time on TV was. So um, we had it after it was at least 1977, 78. No, not yeah. Now that I think about it, we were, we had it when we lived. In, yeah, it would have been 80, 81 ish. That's what I was thinking around 80, 81, because we, my yeah. parents weren't going to spring for cable because that was a bridge too far. Right. And yeah. I don't know if cable was down our street at that time. Again, the younger generation doesn't understand a world that didn't have cable and Wi-Fi available. We didn't even know Wi-Fi wasn't even the word back then. We didn't know right. what that meant. Right. And we had what, like four channels to watch TV. Or something. So, yeah. And, and you had to get up and go over and. <laughs> The early re- I was the early remote control in our house. Andy, go change the channel. Um, all right, let's get back to the film. Yeah, sorry, back to Rollerball. Uh, I so this was one. This is again, my brother and I were uh, one of our favorites. We always would watch this movie when it was on, and the idea of the sport of Rollerball I loved. And in my research on it, Gary, uh, it the the movie was popular enough. That someone tried to buy the rights to the game and make it an actual sport. That's hilarious. And the person who owned it, which I believe is the William Harrison guy, 
he was so frustrated with the the thought that somebody wanted to make the sport that they missed the they missed the, the point. concept. Yeah, and they missed the point was that we <laughs> our world is so dystopian <laughs> that we pay to watch people get hurt, and the guy's like, "Yeah, people will pay to see." It. He's like, "No, I don't want that. I'm trying to prevent that." Yeah, in a future world. Now, keep in mind his future world, Gary. Do you know what year this was based in? No, that's I'm curious. 2018. Really? <laughs> uh, so none of this came to fruition. Uh, we did not. Everything, everything wasn't in these digital number. Uh, yeah. Font. Yeah. So, yeah. so going back and watching this film, I, I had not seen this movie at probably in a solid 30 years. And it was yeah. funny because I texted my brother, say, hey, man, I'm going to watch roller rollerball. His response was like, hell yeah. And I was <laughs> chainsaw. like, oh, uh, chainsaw. <laughs> You're missing the point. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, I rewatched it. I still, I will say this. I still enjoy the film. Uh, does it hold up? Well, I, I'm not a huge dystopian futuristic. I don't, I, I don't get into all that because we always miss the mark when we over, when we make these films about the future and how, how bleak it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, again, now that we've lived past the time frame of this movie and I'm like, yeah, we weren't even close to what you guys thought. <laughs> um, the the things that I thought were funny, again, you, you're looking back in time on this, so you have to always watch it with a different filter. So you find it funny, but yet you you don't take it serious. Uh, I wrote notes of, um, you know, the first note I wrote, and I had to scratch out because I figured it would be explained at some point in time. When you first see the guys out there, they're just on roller skates, uh, and they're skating around in a big oval like roller derby. And they, they do a big pan out, like a wide shot, and I saw fire extinguishers. I'm like, what's a fire extinguisher? I got, how? What's going to happen? They need a fire extinguisher. And then I forgot, oh, yeah, there's motorcycles. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you so, need them. <laughs> scratch that note out. Uh, I loved when they showed the uh, the controller, right? The guy that sits in his chair. Yeah. Controls the release of the, of the ball. Yeah. And they're like, you know, test your computerized equipment. And he's just flicking switches <laughs> lights <laughs> lights are going off and on he's like all systems go i'm like all systems on i mean what are you just Whew. those are my favorite parts about the the future for back the future, then it's just, it's just blinking boards of lights yeah. buttons and switches <laughs> and you know helmets are like yep Everybody's so serious. Yeah. It's like, you know, keep in mind, in this age, it's in 1975, we had sent spaceships into outer space. <laughs> so you could have had something a little more technical. And you got to figure if you're fit in the future. Yeah. Maybe more than just some blinking lights might be the future of testing equipment. But well, I digress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing I found <clears throat> incredibly enjoying was the audience members. When you go to root for your team be at Houston, which is the team this is based after, or Tokyo, yeah. or whatever. Uh, they didn't have the team name. They just had the team colors and the word rollerball. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. No. <laughs> but I was like, oh, what team am I rooting for? Uh, oh, yeah, because you're wearing Houston's colors, but your church just says rollerball in that awesome <laughs> font. Right. That's called marketing. They just wanted to keep pushing that name. I, that's the Gene Simmons <laughs> class of marketing, man. Just keep saying, just put kiss on everything. <laughs> uh, I also love that in the future, everything was a sliding door. Yeah. 
Like, okay. We live in 2024 and we still don't have a lot of that. You know? Uh, even at the grocery store, the doors don't work fast like that. You walk into them more than you don't. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the only other note that I wanted to make on this is James Kahn is the star. Now, how big do you think James Kahn was at this time? Like, how big was this film? How big of a get was he? So keep in mind, this was filmed in 70. When was? Five. So okay. he had already done Godfather 1. I thought two. I was going to say Godfather was that 2 by then. He yeah. was pretty big. And he'd also keep in mind, he'd been in a film called Brian's Song, which I've never seen, but it was a huge film in uh, 71, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of remember that. I will put it down the bottom there. Um, so uh, interesting. Khan, um, and I thought this film should have probably been bigger. But you, know, in hindsight, you look back on it. The story's not great. It's and again, it's this dystopian thing, and I, I'm not a big fan of that. I know, Gary, you kind of you read more of the fantasy. Uh, you probably read way more sci-fi than I ever read, so maybe you're okay with this stuff. And out of the uh, technical issue, there got that back. Um. <coughs> Let's see where what were we talking about? So, so to ask you about because I know you read more right. sci-fi than I ever read in my entire oh, life. Yeah, yeah. So, are you do you are you down with this dystopian or does that kind of like not? I I enjoy the thought of those types of stories. Like, yeah. there's some that I that I like, but um, it, it's funny because it's become like there's a lot of it out now over the past like ten years or so. There's been a lot, lot of, lot of books and stuff written like that hunger games being one of them that's like a really big one but um and i've never seen that i mean i don't know is it any yeah i mean I, they're pretty good um i'll say on this movie like trying to recall everything about it i remember enjoying it as a kid i remember really liking it and i think it's just the sport itself that attracted me which is sad for william harrison or whoever it was yeah. or whoever i think it was william harrison you said yeah he is the right um, I thought the rest of the movie was super boring. It um, is. I, I felt like the message that I, that they're trying to to give that he that this one athlete is sort of like the. I mean, they're rooting him on and all this stuff, and it didn't it seem like it was explained very well. It just didn't seem like that was a. It didn't earn that. I guess I don't know. It just seemed like it was really. And maybe I just missed something because I was getting no. so bored during parts of it that I was like, I'm just yeah. not finding this that as entertaining as I did as a kid. I don't understand. The, the gist of the plot, if you base it on just watching the movie, is that Energy Corporation, the massive corporation that does whatever Energy Corporation does, they want Jonathan E. to retire, which is right. Michael uh, James Conn. I said Mike, Michael Kane. It's James Conn. <laughs> And they want him to retire. He doesn't want to retire. Right. So then it turns into this whole, well, then let's just, we'll, we'll just kill him on well, the. All, yeah, that was kind of dumb. But part and I'm of like, also that they took his wife. I, well, they took his wife. And I'm like, why do you want him to retire? Like, the guy's just star of the show. It's like, it's like saying, hey, LeBron, we want you to retire. I don't want to retire. Well, then we're just going to kill you on the court. Yeah, we don't want to make, okay, we don't well, make hey, more money from you. Yeah, we, don't, we don't want the money. The fans love you. You're beloved by the world. Yeah, let's get rid of him. I think that was I. Th I think maybe that was supposed to be the point that um, that he was becoming bigger than the game. The corporate so, people are stupid. 
Well, that too, but you know. I work yeah, for corporations. I, I knew that. You don't need a movie to tell me that. <laughs> yeah, really. So I don't yeah, know. I guess it was just kind of lost the plot for me. The, the plot doesn't make a lot of sense, and that's unfortunate. But I think you were right on, spot on with your thing. That I think it's the sport that, when I think of me and, and my brother and you know, chainsaw, the whole thing is that we love the the idea yeah. of like I would pay money right now to go see if there was rollerball, professional rollerball. I would go see that right now. I think it would be entertaining. <laughs> uh, it'd be nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, because we do, oddly enough, I mean, just like when we watch football, do you not love seeing a quarterback get blindside sacked or, a, you know, a, a receiver just get laid out? Not, not to get hurt, but like just a good solid hit. Yeah. yeah. We do. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that's what we are as a society. We're all kind of just. I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to watch this, I guess, if, if uh, the deaths were happening. <laughs> Although right. there were some that was hilarious. <laughs> the, um, I, I don't know. I, oh, when they hold the guy's head in, against the rail? There's there's some ridiculous. And the ball gets fired at it? Yeah. <laughs> there's some really ridiculous. Uh, but the idea of, like, they get behind the motorcycle and it slingshots them up into the thing, like, yeah. I, I, it's fantastic. Yeah. And if you, you fast some, forward you to the 2000. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Scooper. The 2002 version, it, it just becomes just a big uh, nitro circus performance is all it is it the plot isn't even there the plot's atrocious in the second one it gets worse if you imagine that <laughs> it gets worse but you add ll cool j and it's suddenly now it's all it's awesome that's, <laughs> that's like, funny yeah i don't uh, have i know i saw that but i don't remember it at all so there's probably i didn't see it when it came out i went i was like oh i love the idea of it then i was like i heard so many bad reviews i'm like i'm not watching this yeah so i didn't and i'm like well i'm glad i didn't i guess but and then i here I am now rewatching. So <laughs> sucker. sucker. All right. Man. Well, uh, I, I guess. So the way that we're going to review these is we're just going to talk about the movies a little bit. Since they're called classics, rather than assign a number to them, which <laughs> I think is kind of weird when you're talking about older movies that you know, you're watching with a new eye, or maybe you were, you just weren't in that time period. You didn't catch the, the movie when it was the, during the zeitgeist of it or whatever, but mm. I, I feel like a better rating system for these is, are you a member of the cult that loves this movie or are you not a member? Yeah. And so with that, you want to go first or I can go? Whichever. I uh, I will go first if you want. Okay, to. go for it. Um, for me, I will be. I'm still a member. <laughs> still. I would, I would still, the way I look as when I watch this again, if it's coming on and I'm like, I think I would, I wouldn't yeah. watch the new one, but I would probably watch this one. And I wouldn't watch the whole thing, but I like, eh, I'm in the mood to watch some violent roller derby. Yeah. So I would watch it. And then I would probably just, well, I'd probably flip over to another channel. That's constantly running a few good men or Shawshank Redemption and just get back. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, by the way, I predicted that. I told uh, Tara what I thought you're you're going to be. Yeah. We'll see if we'll see. On, we got another ones that we're doing. I want to see what, where we land on that. But I have a prediction. I was correct on that. Yeah. Um, I predicted that you would be a member, <coughs> and that I, not a member. Um, I I kind of got that feeling the way you were talking. I was like, I can see Gary probably never watching this again. I won't. Um, it, and the thing is, is that like this type of movie, the idea of the movie is right up my alley. Um, 
it's got a sport to it and it's got a sci-fi bent, you know, to it. Uh, but the plot was just, it's just not there. It's so slow. And I, and I can't, for, for me, I couldn't, the, the sport itself, there just wasn't enough of that to sustain it for me. And so yeah. I, I, I could just do without it, but I, you know, I don't blame anybody for enjoying the movie and, and right. left it at the time I, I know I did as a kid, but it just, I just not there anymore. So, well, I figure it took me probably 30 years to rewatch it. So yeah, I figure by the time, if I make it to 84, I'll probably be sitting in a chair in a home somewhere. Watching and I'll just be ball. like scrolling movies <laughs> like oh rollerball. I like that movie. <laughs> That's a good what the hell's going on? I'll get in my wheelchair, I'm like, where's Gary at? And I'll just <laughs> m- I'll make a ball up and just kind of come bashing him. Like, Gary, remember rollerball? And you're like, I got some guy back. Like, I'm not Gary. Who are you talking to? <laughs> He's been gone for a while. Wait a minute. You're you're still in Tennessee. He's in Cincinnati, dummy. Ah. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, that's, we'll just wrap it up here. Got anything else to say? I don't. Hope you enjoyed our new, uh, new, uh, like flops called classics vein that we're trying out here. Um, but we'll still be doing the regular flip flops as well. And we'll still be doing retro rewinds. So we're just trying to expand a little bit and we hope you like it. Give us a thumbs up if you did. Like, comment, subscribe, and, uh, let us know your thoughts on Rollerball, the 1975 version. Yeah. Bye. This has been a Touch of Madness production brought to you by the creative minds at Tommy Twins Media.